the only talk radio afternoon drive show that makes sense. Beyond the headline with Aldrin Simpia, right here on SAFM. 26 minutes after 4 o'clock, we're in conversation next with advocate Mudidi Mamanya, who's a legal analyst. Does Minister Ronald Lamula and the Correctional Services Department have a case to answer to? Uh, the family of slain Hillary Gardy's uh, family is suing for 18 million rand in damages. One of the suspects in her murder, Shabira Arasi Nkuna, had been released on parole in 2019 after he was convicted for a variety of charges, including armed robbery, murder and possession of a stolen vehicle. The family says Shabira uh, was later arrested after his parole for an alleged rape, but the charges were withdrawn. They say the department did not charge the parolee for violating his parole conditions and had it done so, Gadi would not have been his victim and they would not have suffered so much grief. Do they have a case? Advocate Mutidi Mamanya now joining us on the line. Advocate Manya, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Um, does the family have a case here? Good afternoon, uh, Aldrin and your listeners. Uh, maybe that's probably the, a difficult question to answer. Mm. And, but, but one can provide a context uh, sure. to the questions that may assist in people forming a view whether there's a case or not. Firstly, the, the allegation seems to be that the Department of Correctional Services ought to have taken him back to prison. And my understanding of the fact that he was in fact arrested after that rape, but what happens when a person is on parole and breaches the conditions of parole, that person is taken back to prison, and there's a hearing of sorts which is held to determine uh, the gravity of the breach and whether he or she should continue to serve a custodial sentence. Mm. So it does happen that somebody uh, probably commits a technical breach and is taken back to prison, and the committee that considers that is of the view that it is not material to warrant him to be uh, 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 incarcerated. Now, in this particular instance, I think the breach relates to an allegation of rape, the charge yep. of rape which was withdrawn. And it may as well be that if the charge was withdrawn and the allegation was that he committed rape, he violated his conditions, if the rape falls off, uh, it may be difficult to cling to the allegation of a breach. And that may be the context within which he remained outside. Yeah. So, uh, and also looking at um, this letter that has been published by the independent papers, I think about whether or not the mere allegation itself um, would then warrant a a a a, a sit down with the with, with with the board into then considering considering whether or not this person should be. Um, arrested again or serve, continue to serve a custodial sentence? Yes, just, remember, just, on, just, just on the allegation, not a conviction? No, look, let's put it this way. To, to get to go on parole, there's a process. Yeah. You are being evaluated. There are conditions which are imposed. So you're, you are now released to correctional uh, supervision. When you are in correctional supervision, the department monitors your conduct and your compliance. Now, I could easily call the department and say, Aldrin uh, was with me in a liquor place and he was drunk and swearing at people. Mm. It's an allegation. Yeah. The department will respond by visiting you and taking you back 
uh, but because we are a constitutional democracy, you still have procedural rights. They will subject you to a process, and the process says this is not true. Now, you can't be kept in prison for that reason. So to answer your question, it can't just be an allegation. It must be a proven allegation, but there must also be a material breach of the condition to parole. Okay, thank you so much for your time. Advocate Mutide Mamanya there, um, that is a legal analyst. It's half past four, time for the news headlines.